Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Altoids, because let's face it, unraveling the mysteries of the universe is tough work. But with Altoids, your breath will be stronger than a black hole's gravitational pull, more intense than an alien abduction, and more reliable than your phone's battery during a podcast marathon. When it comes to needing intense freshness, Altoids have you covered. Altoids are stronger than your favorite conspiracy theory, more intense than the latest true crime docuseries, and more reliable than a Bigfoot sighting. They're not just mints, they're curiously strong mints. Find Altoids in the checkout aisle. Grab your tin today. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Join Josh and Chuck, the guys who bring you Stuff You Should Know, as they take a trip around the world to help you get smarter in a topsy-turvy economy. Check out the all-new Super Stuff Guide to the Economy from HowStuffWorks.com, available now exclusively on iTunes. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. There's Chuck Bryant, right? Josh, you want a bite? I thought you loved me. I do. Take two bites. But it's got high fructose corn syrup in it. So? Well, you know what they say about that stuff. What? That it's, uh, uh, that, uh... That it's made from corn, has the same calories as sugar, honey, and is fine in moderation? You only brought one? The end. And scene. Chuck, I feel dirty right now. <laughs> yes. We were clearly riffing on a popular commercial. Yes. Touting high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Um, which is kind of a big deal these days, right, Chuck? It is, indeed. Yeah. Uh, so w- Chuck and I are going to talk about um, high fructose corn syrup and you know maybe some of the concerns, what it is, and whether or not it actually is bad for you. It is. So um, we will get to that right this moment, right? Right. And welcome to Matt, our guest producer for the week. Yes, thank you for Matt for filling in for Jerry, who is on vacation, hopefully not enduring any life-threatening circumstances, as is usually the case, right? And we love uh, young and talented Matt, so welcome. Yeah, young, talented, and well-groomed Matt. Yes. How's it going, Matt? All right, so uh, on to high fructose corn syrup, Chuck. Okay, yes. so this stuff didn't exist before 1957. Did you know that? I did. Okay. Um, let me explain. Let me explain a little further. Then. Okay. Okay. Um, so in 1957, some researchers figured out that you could take uh, glucose and corn syrup. Mm-hmm. I think corn syrup is like all glucose. Right. And glucose is uh, one of our primary energy sources. Right. And did you know that insulin's job is to actually go in and basically open the cellular membrane to let the glucose in for burning? I did. Okay. Um, well, anyway, so if you want a lot of energy, you could basically pound a bottle of corn syrup. Right. Just plain old corn syrup. Right. Um, but these these researchers figured out in 1957 that if you added a couple of enzymes at different stages, you could convert glucose into fructose. Right. And fructose, uh, Josh, as you know, is uh, naturally occurring. It's a simple sugar that's produced by a lot of different plants. Yeah. 
and it's really, really sweet, and it's more soluble in water than glucose, which is also a simple sugar. So that's why it's good for things like soft drinks and, and products like that. Plus, it's also cheaper. Well, yeah, sure. And uh, we'll get to the reason why it's cheaper in a minute. Did we mention my cold in this one? Uh, no, you have a cold. I and, have a terrible yeah. cold, everyone. I'm very sorry if I do that. So right. my apologies in advance. Right, right. Uh, but we also should say really quick, too, just so people have their sugar understanding. Uh, there's also uh, table sugar is what people probably think of as sugar. That is uh, sucrose, and that's what you get when you combine fructose and glucose. Well, that's what um, high fructose corn syrup is as well. Right. It's a common, It's sucrose, too. Mm-hmm. It's just in a slightly different amount. There's about 10% more fructose in high fructose corn syrup than there is in common table sugar. Right, which doesn't sound like a lot initially. It doesn't. But Chuck, we'll, we'll Chuck, get to don't, that. Don't give it away yet. No. Okay, so... Um, 1957, they figure this out. There's the enzymatic action, and then bada-boom, bada-bing, you've got high fructose corn syrup. I get the impression that at the uh, at the time, it was probably a very costly pro- process. Yeah, in the 50s, sure. And then in the 70s, people went back to it, and, and uh, they basically um, perfected the process, right. made it cheaper. Uh, now, the concept of like using um, high fructose corn syrup, uh, really dovetails nicely with uh, what we here in the states call the farm bill, and that is this massive bill mm-hmm. which they they uh, deliberate every five or seven years. Uh, I'm not sure actually. I can't remember either. Um, anyway, uh, the the farm bill uh, pr- gives tons of money to corn producers. Yes, they do. To the point where uh, you can overproduce corn. Corn we do not need because everybody's got a cob in their mouth. And um, they'll still get money for it. Right. Plus, corn is uh, useful in a, a lot of different ways. So, Like corn syrup, sure. right? And ethanol. And right. The list goes on. So we have an abundance, an overabundance, really, of corn. Uh, and Chuck, yeah, that's absolutely true. There was, um, You can use corn and ethanol. You can use it in high fructose corn syrup. The thing is, is we used to, before the 70s, and we, we started throwing corn into corn syrup production. Right. Um, we used to send a lot of that surplus corn to Africa, right, as food aid. Oh, is that so? So in the 70s, on the day that they perfected the high fructose corn syrup process, mm-hmm. some poor Ethiopian uh, shuddered and didn't know why. That was why. Really? Oh, yeah. Food aid's definitely dried up. And people also make the argument that the same, we're going to have an even bigger problem with uh, with food, uh, not just exporting it, but here, too, if it becomes a viable fuel, like ethanol. So they're basically going to be using up the corn for the high fructose corn syrup, ethanol, and there's not enough to feed the world? Is that what you're saying? They'll use it for whatever they can make the most money off of. Obviously. Yes. Good point. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So that was my little aside. My little hippie liberal aside there, Chuck. Very nice. Okay, so in the 70s, we've got the uh, high fructose corn syrup thing down, and the world becomes awash in the stuff. Right. It's in absolutely everything. It is, and it's in uh, products that you would never even think associate with sweetness. Like it becomes, corn syrup isn't very sweet initially, but high fructose corn syrup is really, really sweet. sweet. Yeah. Sure. And it's in things like crackers that you wouldn't even imagine. And they're starting to put it in meats, too, because it's a, a great preservative. Uh-huh. So that's, again, there's only 10% more fructose in high fructose corn syrup than there is in regular table sugar. Right. And everybody knows you should eat sugar in moderation, honey, right? So um, I I guess approaching it in in that respect, you wouldn't really think that there's any kind of problems with it. 
left. Right, but it's really taken hold. It has, and also this, I think the thing that that really started to generate concern is over the past couple of decades, it's become clear that about the time high fructose corn syrup replaced table sugar um, in um, products like soft drinks, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, um, the incidence of type 2 diabetes right. and obesity in the U.S. started to climb as well. Right. I got a stat for you. I want to hear it. If you're talking uh, how much it's really taken over uh, the other sugars, in 1970, uh-huh. More than 83% of sweetener consumed in the U.S. was sucrose. By 1997, it dropped uh, to 43%, almost in half. And the rest of the sweetener, uh, 57%, was high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. And that was in 97. Now I bet it's even off the charts. You know? It's even more prevalent. Yeah. And, and uh, so, yeah, so public opinion starting to turn, which is why the corn counselor, somebody, started the ad campaign. Right. Honey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, What's what's the problem? Well, the problem is I got another stat which can kind of indicate it. <laughs> uh, they did a study in of fourteen hundred middle school students, and they found that nearly one third of their caloric intake was added sugars. And we're not talking about like fruits and vegetable sugars. No, add, those are called natural sugars. Right. They're not usually taken into account when you're talking about sugar intake. Right. Added sugar is stuff like high fructose corn syrup. It's not naturally occurring. Right. So one third, and so. Uh, in uh, 2005, they did another study. Another study, sorry. And Americans uh, that year consumed 42 pounds of high fructose corn syrup per person. Okay, but again, you can say, well, they could be consuming table sugar right. in the same amounts. They could be getting the same caloric intake from table sugar in the same amounts. What's the problem? Why is everyone picking on high fructose uh, corn syrup? Do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Sounds like a great setup. Okay, thanks. I just set myself up. <laughs> you know those like uh, self ollie oops? No. You throw it up and then you jump up and slam it. You, you dunk it. I have no idea. A boomerang? Mm, I don't know. It's like a frisbee that you can play with by yourself. We'll go. No, it's not like that at all. It's okay. basketball. Uh, I, s- I sense Australians are writing in now. Yeah, we just raised their ire. Um, again, I'm going to set myself up. Okay. Do you want to know why? I'll tell you why. Here's the problem with fructose. Our bodies don't use it like we use glucose. No. Like glucose is such a common energy source for mm-hmm. us that we can metabolize it just about any way. It can go to just about any cell or organ or, you know, um, anywhere in the body and say, hey, metabolize me, pal. Right. And uh, all of a sudden we've got some energy, right? Mm-hmm. With fructose, um, there's only one organ that can possibly metabolize it, and that's the liver. That's right. And the liver has a certain limit of what, uh, how much fructose it will process into energy. Right. And after that, it turns them into triglycerides, which we like to call fats. Yep. So that's one of the problems. Right. Well, and in, since it's in everything from, like, bread to crackers and things that seemingly in meats for preservatives, it's uh, we're getting way, way too much of it. Sure. It's kind of like that um, episode of Seinfeld. Where like everybody's eating this low fat yogurt, yeah, I just yeah. can't believe it's low fat, but it turns out it's not. They had it tested exactly, that yeah. Was a good one. So everybody's putting on all this weight, and uh, I think that's kind of what happened to America over the last couple of decades. Oh, yeah. We're unknowingly consuming this tremendous amount of sugar, mm-hmm. uh, and it gets converted into fats very easily, and all of a sudden we're a fat diabetic nation. Right. I've got some stats. I love your stats, Chuck. Right Put your hand lines. on my knee while you read them. I will. Uh, in 2007, and this is kind of makes sense, Colorado is the only state in the whole country with less than 20% of its population uh, 
qualifying as obese. Yeah. So They're I guess, very healthy out there. Yeah, they hike and all that stuff, which is good. Um, and another one, for, as far as diabetes goes, between 94 and 2004, uh, new diagnoses of type 2 diabetes increased by 23%, which is a big jump. And a lot of people think that the uh, the HFCS has something to do with that. Yeah. Way to, way to throw an acronym in there, buddy. You like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. All right. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, everybody, it's time you heard about Squarespace. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own website, whether it's an online course or custom merch. Squarespace has you covered. That's right. Courses is a great program. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with a powerful Fluid Engine editor. That's right. With Fluid Engine, which is a next generation website design system, by the way, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. That's right. And don't forget the commerce side, because after that, you can charge a one time fee or you can even sell a subscription. Yeah. So turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. And right now, go to squarespace.com stuff for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code STUFF to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace. Can I say one other problem with fructose? Yes. Okay. It is that there is 10% more in high fructose corn syrup than in regular table sugar. Right. And when you start to eat a lot of it and it starts to appear in all sorts of different foods, mm-hmm. that 10% really starts to add up. Absolutely. So that would also account for why we're a, a much a meatier country than we were before. Right. Except Colorado, of course. Everything's fine in Colorado. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but ultimately, uh, again, back on the metabolic level, um, there's been studies that show that the taste of artificial sweeteners or added sugars, like uh, high fructose corn syrup, actually uh, make us want to eat more. Yeah, amazing. And it's not it has nothing to do with what we're doing with it metabolically. It's the taste. We love the taste so much; it's like crack to us. Mm-hmm. So when we eat something that contains glucose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when we eat anything, generally, uh, there's this uh, chemical that's produced in the stomach. It's called ghrelin. Yeah. I know, it's, it's got a terrible name, it but it's actually really important. Ghrelin travels up to the brain and says, okay, stop, this person doesn't need to eat anymore. Right. Here she's full. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got all the nutrients we need down here, so just cut it off for a little while, and then we'll, you know, another chemical will let you know when we're hungry. Right. Right? Sure. Um, we don't produce ghrelin when we 
eat fructose. Uh, okay. So the brain's never getting those signals that it's used to getting Things saying stop. stop. Right. So which is why you can sit there and eat little Debbie brownies by the box full uh, all day long. Nutty bars. Yeah, those are good so too. So good. Swiss cake rolls ain't too bad either, pal. No, they're all good. Yeah, not to pick on Little Debbie. It's a Little Debbie is a fine, fine company, and far from the only company using high fructose corn syrup. It's, it's everywhere. Products. It's everywhere. We love you, Little Debbie. So, Josh, I think we're at the point now where we can talk about what you can do if uh, you're worried about something like this. Which lay, you should. lay it on them. Well, clearly everything in moderation, just like the uh, cheesy little commercial says that we mocked. Um, but what you need to do is you need to start. Uh, checking the packaging of your of your foods, and yeah. better yet, you can try to start avoiding packaged foods as much as you can. That's really where it's at. I mean, I had a friend that had high blood pressure, and his doctor said you can do a couple of things. You can either get on this medication, or you can start eating fresh foods and avoid packaged foods. Did he go said, with the medication? No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, no, he controlled it through diet, dude, and he quit buying anything in a box, anything in a package. He ate Just fresh stuff fruits. he found like in the yard. Yeah, he ate fresh fruits and vegetables. He ate uh, meat, um, and his blood pressure dropped dramatically. Well, meats he found in the yard. Yeah, he like ate cats. Uh-huh, he raised cattle in his backyard. <laughs> nice. It was good. Ooh. But um, yeah, I mean, it's always best to avoid packaged foods. When you look at the any kind of packaged food ingredients, it's it's kind of frightening what's in there. Well, one of the problems is that high fructose corn syrup is substantially cheaper than regular sugar. It is. So that means the food prices are cheaper, which is, uh, I guess, by extension or my hypothesis or theory, I would say, because I'm sure it's been tested, uh, why um, the poorer classes also tend to be the most malnourished. Right. Because the stuff that they're eating is so processed, oh, yeah. so packaged, and so chock full of not just stuff like high fructose corn syrup, oh, but yeah, yeah. all sorts of other preservatives Chemical and additives preserves, that sure. we shouldn't be eating, but are cheap and allow companies to produce cheap food right it's a horrible vicious cycle yeah but you i know mean try not... try eating organic in this economy pal you can't do it well true you have but... to be like <laughs> filthy rich to eat organic these days that's not true but it uh is. you know what's not cheap what a diabetes no that's true it's an excellent point and hospital stays and heart attacks uh so that's know, great do yourself a favor you'll save some dough in the long run if you if you eat better and take care of yourself plus you'll keep your foot yeah, true. So there's high fructose corn syrup. Um, uh, we, I guess, we'll just sit back and expect an angry cease and desist letter from the corn council or somebody, right? Right. We love corn. Corn's great. I love corn on the cob. Like you would not believe. Me no. too. It's one of my favorites. Yep. Anyway, um, that's high fructose corn syrup, and followed by our disclaimer that Chuck and I actually do like corn and American farmers oh, yeah. and America in general. So there you go. And uh, God bless America. Are we plugging anything these days? Uh, we can give a quick mention to the blog. You know, we have a blog on the website you can access. And uh, I think most folks are catching on now. We're getting some good numbers. And Long hell, uh, let's plug the thing that we're making money off of. Well, yeah, sure. Okay. The uh, Super Stuff Guide to the Economy uh-huh. uh, with Josh and Chuck. Yep. You can buy that for four bucks on iTunes and learn about economics and get a little better understanding of what's going on in the world. Yep. And uh, is it time for listener mail? Yeah, Chuck. So, Josh, I was impressed with this one. I've heard. This is uh, not a haiku, but it is a poem. And a 17-year-old named Daniel in Colorado wrote us a sonnet. Uh, There's like uh, a more than an 80% chance he's not obese. Oh, really? Uh Oh, because he's in Colorado, of course. All right, so here we go uh, from Daniel. I would that there were just one reason why the podcast did delight me fully so, that I might be in hasty time supply 
a nicely packaged blurb so you might know. Alas, no single reason will suffice. The podcast is a pleasure labyrinthine. To try to craft a reason too precise would make a burly rope of stingy twine. But in those fleeting moments in the night, one wonders, does one really need to know whether one can really die of fright or if how anger works is apropos. But though it may be triviality, the podcast comes to us completely free. How about that? That was great. I couldn't write one of these. Oh, no. Definitely not. So, try try fitting Labyrinthine in. I know. So Daniel in Colorado, 17 years old, you are is he awesome. A, is he an adult? He's 17. No? Okay. Great. Good to know that he may or may not be an adult. Either way, thank you very much, Daniel. We appreciate your, the effort. And we've always also said... You can only gripe so much because it is free, right? Sure. Thank you for supporting that point. If you want to send us a gorgeous poem or just type the word labyrinthine and uh, in an email and send it to us, um, you can shoot that over to stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Are you thirsty? Well, Richard's rainwater is caught clean before it even hits the ground. Rain is naturally pure, so there's no need for harsh chemicals or additives. Richard's rainwater contains no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. Enjoy the smooth, clean taste of still rainwater or the cold-pressured bubbles of sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And for a coupon, text STUFF to 251-292-8887 and receive $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's Rainwater. Hey, if you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. Use promo code STUFF. 20 to receive $20 off your first month for listening to this podcast. Switch now at Visible.com. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month.